Welcome back to the podcast. This is a game day preview uh, for tonight's massive clash. It's Melbourne Storm taking on the Sydney Roosters. Massive game coming up. One of these teams will be eliminated at the end of this. Myself and Luke have a massive preview of our thoughts for the game uh, tonight. If you do like the content, please like and subscribe to where you've listened to this episode. Enjoy the game and enjoy the episode. Which is the Storm versus the Roosters. Storm finished third on the, the original ladder of regular season. Roosters finished seventh. Uh, Friday, 7.50 p.m., Amy Park. Luke, obviously a Melbourne Storm supporter, but let me just quickly go over Rando's once again, random stats guy has produced some goods here with some stats, which really looking forward to getting into. Uh, for the Storm, the, uh, out of the 22 final series the Storm have played in, they have only been knocked out in straight sets once, which was 2013. So quite a good stat there for the Storm. The Roosters have lost all five games to top three opposition by an average margin of 24 points. So this year they're not they're not marking up well against the top three teams. The Storm have won seven of their last eight against the Roosters. Now, if the Roosters are to win, they have won three of their four finals games versus the Melbourne Storm, and the Storm have lost their last three finals games. So um, interesting stats there. Make of that what you will. Um, quickly, I'll ask you about those stats, Luke, and if any of them pop out to you. And I'll just bring up the team list as well for um, obviously any team changes. Oh, yeah, I think overall, um, look, I, I don't really want to look at stats anymore after last week <laughs> when I was thinking about that Storm Broncos game. Um, all the stats are in the favor of the Storm, so let's throw them at the window, I reckon. Um, but no, nah, it's always Rando's always got good insight, and it makes you probably. Sometimes, um, and you see why they are stats, they treat it in a certain way. So, yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just, yeah. So I'm just thinking about, thinking, I'm still thinking about last week, Joel, to be honest, as a Storm fan. It's not what you asked me, but, man, I, <laughs> I'm looking ahead to this, to this game, and I'm really feeling quite deflated after last week. I really do not know what to think. Yeah. All right. I'll quickly go through as I said, a bit more in depth. So those who haven't seen, I'll quickly go through the lineups for both teams. So the Storm, fullback number one, Nick Meany, Will Warbrick and Remus Smith comes in on the wing. Um, obviously a massive blow there, uh, but Remus Smith to step up in the place of Coates. Uh, Marion Save and Justin Olam is back as well, the new centre pairing. Uh, Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes are your halves. Uh, Tui Kamakamika, Harry Grant and Christian Walsh are your front row. Uh, Liero, Katoa, Josh King, your back row, uh, Alex McDonald, Tom Eisenhuth, Nelson Asafa Solomona, and Tarek Sims on the bench. A um, couple of notables on the extended bench, your Grant Anderson, Bronson uh, Garlic, Tebai Maroa, Tyron Wishart, and my guy, Sua Lavi Falogo, which we will get into. Uh, for the Roosters, obviously a lot of injuries here, so let's see how they're lining up. Um, James Lesko, fullback and the captain. The wingers, uh, Pauga and Paulo gets a call back up to the squad. Um, the centre pairing, uh, if you said this was going to be the semi-final centre pairing, I think you would would have been laughed all the way out of the room if you said this at the start of the year. Momorowski and Corey Allen. Uh, Luke Keery, Sam Walker, your halves. Fletcher Baker, Brandon Smith, Lindsay Collins, your front row. Wong was fantastic on the weekend, one of the players of the, the finals week one. Nat Butcher, Victor Radley, your bench, Sandon Smith, Egan Butcher, Terrell May, and Angus Crichton. Hutchinson can't get a spoil. He's on the extended bench, 18th man. Nathaniel White, 
uh, Zach Docker Clay, Jake Turpin, and Nathan Brown can't get a look in as well. So a couple of big changes there, Luke. A lot of key ins and outs. As you said, the Roosters, probably the more depleted, but the Storm do have a couple, especially Coates, is a, is a massive loss. Yeah, he is. I think, like, you compare the losses and you think, obviously, you look at the Roosters and the losses are more significant. And it was obviously, they got more as we just, you know, obviously, Manu, we know what his impact is, even at the centre position. But, look, as much stick as Coates has got, I've really... He's been one of my favourite players to watch at the back half of the season. I think a lot to do with it is to see him finally grow. I think he was definitely getting this label as just the one guy that the Storm couldn't turn into that superstar. But he really has, obviously, he's, his input, his output, I should say, has increased. But I think with the stats and that, you just see a bit more enjoyment in him as well. And it's all about starting your sets well. And you see that awesome tries. But, yeah, I think there's that he is bringing the ball back with purpose now, and I think he brings a lot of energy. It's not quite the Fox levels at the moment, but I'd like him to become that kind of, give us that same energy, and I, I, I do think there's a big loss, and um, Warbuck's great, Warbuck's been fantastic, but I think Coates is still our best winner, um, and I think it is going to be a huge loss, and I think starting sets off on the right foot, like, I don't know if it's going to be as significant as the others, um, but yeah, like at the end of the day, you want to get that momentum from your first tackle, and Coates can bring that. Yeah, I'm going to make a big statement here, and I want to know your your thoughts straight after what I've said. But And you may have seen on the page a post that I put up yesterday about this, but Suolavi Far Logo for mine has to be in this side. Whether it's starting or on the bench, he has to be in the side. For mine, this is the reason why, because the Storm went into this final series with a plan for Ryan Pappenhausen to be that X factor coming off the bench, providing spark. I think even though you've lost Pappy, which is a huge blow, not just for himself and the way the team wants to play, I think just for the team dynamics is a massive loss as well and the energy he brings for the team. You can still have that with what we've seen from Fairlogo. For me personally, it's one of the best games I've seen from a youngster at Suncorp um, that last round. And that was against the weaker opposition, but I think he provides that spark that was initially wanted by the Storm and Craig Bellamy when they had Pappenhausen on the bench there. So I think personally he needs to at least be on the bench. I mm-hmm. I, I could raise arguments to maybe even even start him, but I like what um, I, I personally like what Meany has done and he deserves to start there. But I just think if the Storm are to not just win this game, but go deep into the finals and have a real shot at finals footing. I'm going to d- dig into this a bit deeper a bit uh, in a bit, but I think they really need that X-Factor type player to spark their attack, which is for mine, hasn't been quite what we know it has been for the Storm uh, in in recent times, I guess. So what are your thoughts on on young Far Logo? Yeah, he, or that game that he played, I mean, it was fantastic. And I went back and watched some highlights of him and, yeah, my jaw was just kept dropping to the floor. I'm still picking it back up. Um, it was interesting. I did see a take, and originally I disagreed with it in the sense that at the end of the day, he only has played one game, and that's the fear. Like like you said, that was a game with not really any stakes. Well, no stakes at all against the more depleted team, as you pointed out. Like you said, though, the Storm attack is lost in, and they did plan to have bringing Sting off the bench and Pappy. Um, so I think I think they do need 
um, the young fellow in there because, look, at the moment, the clear favourites are the Panthers. The I'd be very surprised if the Panthers and Broncos don't want to comp, especially after that performance from the Storm. But yeah. if they can find something there, I think they need to play him. Um, yeah. They need to play him off the bench. I wouldn't go as far as to fullback. I did see... Some people say they would bring at fullback. I think, yeah, heard one podcast and I was like, whoa, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. And like, I think because he would, there would, there is potential for him to be, get exposed. But I could definitely see him playing a peppy role. And I think, I think it's worth the risk because at the moment, it's not like they're on top. They're clear. You know, last week was a hiccup. I think last week was very concerning, um, and that's why they need to do it because if they keep status quo. Yeah, they will get bowed bowed out, but I think in terms of uncovering something special, he's the best way to go about it. But off the beach, off the beach for sure. Yeah, and I like the fact that you can still play him at fullback if he's off the bench because what you could do is you could just see how the game's going. There's obviously uh, Craig Bellamy has concerns over Justin Olam and and probably Seve to a certain extent as well. It's just the centre pairing all year hasn't been great for the Storm. It's probably been their biggest weakness and. There would obviously be concerns in a big game if they can be what they want to be. So you could watch that for the first 20. And if, if Bellamy's not happy, you could easily just bring Fair Logo on, go take him to fullback and move Meany into that center role, which I don't think he went too badly at yes, last week when he was put there, when Pabinazan originally came on for the period of time that he was there. So yeah. um, that's something to look at for Bellamy uh, into this, in this game. But the way, I, the way I like to look at it, like the bench at the moment has got four forwards. And I think for the quality that's on the bench, like Nelson Solomona for mine, uh, Eisenhut can play, both play big minutes if needed. I look at Tarek Sims and for mine, he hasn't been the player I thought he would have been this year. And I look at it and I think, will the Storm, if the game's on the line or they need a spark, do you want Tarek Sims coming on? Or do you want Fair Logo coming on who could really provide that? X factor and really spark him if they needed that spark with what 10, 15 minutes left in the game or 20 minutes in the game. And just that guy who could just come on. We've seen how freakish his talents are. I just feel like it's a big call, but I don't think you need the four forwards. Yeah. And I think you've got to do it this week. Like say, if we do roll past the roosters, uh, you've got to ease him into it. Like having a really unfair to him to say, Oh, I didn't, you know, we, we will need it against the Panthers, not against Roosters. Now nah, you got to give him gate. You got to take that risk now, even though maybe you think four forwards this week might be more beneficial. Um, but like you said, I do think they need to have different players on the bench, and yeah, and I think we're seeing that more and more with different forms. That we're seeing at the rep level, we're seeing at all levels now. Just that having that utility there to spark things up, and like you said, just looking at the dynamic of the bench, it is interesting. Jack Sims, I I do agree with you somewhat. There has been patches of him. That I've been impressed with. I guess my expectations of Sims wouldn't weren't too high, but I think he'd be the guy that yeah, I think might be the one to drop out. Um yeah, so I yeah, I I do agree. I and I, I do agree in the sense that I think he would actually potentially, like you said, maybe shift Meany to center and play fullback as well. Um, mm-hmm. least time to focus, like maybe yeah, because the other idea was, you know, bringing him on in the middle and just you know, just having basically five spine players in there. But I, th- I think you are right. I think that's an option as well, especially, like you said, the, the centre problems, cheapest. Um, it's concerning. And it's always has been a concern, but this year's really highlighted it. So, 
Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I do. I do hope it's a move they make. Yeah. Look, I did say we're going to be a bit more in depth with this one, so we're going to do things a little bit differently. Uh, I'm going to ask cool. you a couple of questions about the weaknesses and the strengths this week for for both lineups and both sides for either the year or what you think. So first up, Storm. I know you're a supporter. You might not want to say too much here and give too much away, but what's the weakness you're most concerned about leading into this game? Oh, the centres is up there. Um, yeah. The centres is definitely up there. And I honestly think I am concerned about a little bit of the form of our of our star players. But I actually think, you know, I don't want to give too much away for the Roosters, but you mentioned it last week about Munster. You mentioned it last week against Grant. I do wonder if, even though they weren't actually at their best during Origins, the origin, but I do wonder if how much teacher detail was put there. So I'm a little bit concerned about how our you know big guns are running. I think Jerome Hughes has been fantastic. So yeah. Oh, and honest, no, the biggest one, our forward pack. Like just that go forward. It's getting exposed. I think if I look at it, maybe this week it's not. But if I'm looking forward, man, we we got. Yeah, we got rolled over pretty easy last week. Um, I think the big one, but in terms of this matchup, I think it is the centres, but those others with the star players and the forwards, maybe next week if we get through. Yeah. But this week, I think our centres can be exposed. Yeah, I, I I do agree with that one. What I'll say is I, I put down the fatigue of your, of your rep players, of your star players. I just seen that last week where it was a big yeah. game. And, yeah, and, and I'm slightly concerned with have they just played, we know the World Cup last year, they've had, as you said, origin campaigns. There's been probably two really big origin campaigns for especially the Queensland side of things the last probably two years, you could say, with Slater coming in. And we know probably the work they all would have done to, to get Queensland back on and, and stop any sort of New South Wales um, winning streak happening. So I'm just, a, I've seen a couple of little things in the last few weeks where a lot of people are saying the store, they don't lose like these big two, the two games in a row for big games and things like that. But a it's a, we said, we, yeah, we sort of said that last week against the Broncos. And I said the Broncos are a different side. It's sort of the same way a little bit with the Storm. It's, it's a different side to what we're used to with the Storm. There is a little bit more chinks in the armour, even though that armour has been holding up so strong for so long. Um, yeah, I, I just think that fatigue factor might come into play. Weakness for the Roosters, what excites you leading into this as a Storm fan that you can think you can come out and exploit? I'll, I'll, I'll go I'll go I'll personally, maybe come off this one and while you have a bit of a thing. I've got the back line, obviously. Um, if, I'll go as far as saying if either just Manu was named and, and played, even if he was on one leg, I would have been much more comfortable if I end up choosing the Roosters to win this game. I thought they'd just provide him that just a little bit more direction and just a bit more star power. And we've seen what he did on the weekend at Talakai on basically one leg. I thought he was giving bath for a lot of that game. So um, he's a really dangerous player. But just the fact that like the centers, Momorowski and Corey Allen have hardly played first grade this year. I think Momorowski's played two games and he's coming off a shoulder surgery. So um, really under strength sort of fit, um, NRL wise, it's not a great lead in for it. I don't think coach Robson, uh, Trent Robson would be too happy with, with, with this, but um, it is what it is, but that's definitely the weakness for mine that the Storm can exploit that, as we said, their, their back line hasn't been too great either. So it would be interesting if this is a game they can use to get some confidence. 
Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I'll probably kind of roll off that same point. You've looked at it kind of like the tactic side of it, but I'm probably looking at the same vein of what you were thinking about, more the mental side of thinking about um, the key players. Look, I look at Kerry and Walker, just the inconsistency of playing together um, and Kerry's form and how Walker's been dealt with and Teddy's drop-off as well. Um, and I think he just carrying a bigger load as well. And those players, I've been impressed with how they've been able to fill in. Um Kind of does remind me of when the Roosters, I think they bowed out against the Manly Seagulls when Sam Walker, I think that was Sam Walker's first um, season. It was quite impressive in a way, but I think that's a bit different in the sense that, like, I just don't trust them backing up again, especially after only winning by one and actually having a really good, valiant effort against the Sharks. It's just not trusting those players and, you know, and it's just they just not battle-hardened as such, so... Yeah, going off what you were saying, but looking at that as well, just haven't had the legs underneath them. And you can probably say the same about some of the Storm players as well, but I think we've got more of that nucleus there in my eyes. And um, just, I think, you know, talent doesn't always prevail, as we know, but I think it's, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything in particular that really would, doesn't threaten me as a Storm fan um, like a normal Rooster size would. But if you had the Manus in there or Suali, you get them on their best night and, you know, that, that you know, sends, sends the hairs kind of <laughs> tingling a little bit. But, no, um, yeah, just just the lack of big games for me from, from, from their fringe players. Yeah. What about the strength for the Storm then for this game? Uh, strengths from the storm. Well, we talked, we did talk about those those players, how they are fatigued, but they are quality players. Like on their day, they're top five, top ten players. Um, and I do think, like here, yeah, we mentioned that Nelson last week came off the bench too. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's an they're two interesting lineups, eh, Joel? Like just thinking about like what they could have been at the start of the season. Um, cause yeah. I, I just want to say we've got more strike power and I guess, you know, we've, we've touched on these stars, but look, like you think, oh, there's an Xavier Coates. Oh, wait, no, he's there. Oh, there's a Pappy off the bench. Oh, no, not there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. They're pretty, like, even though the Storm are less depleted, we do, we still lack strike. What I will say, though, is, um, I do think that, I do think that Jerome Hughes is on at the moment. I think Jerome Hughes is probably the form player out of all of us. And I think I think he is going to get the best out of um, Kartawa. And when we, I do think we're going to get more go for than last week. And that's when Hughes is at his best. That's when Matsu is best. So I think we've got enough go forward for our stars to flourish. And I, I think Jerome Hughes will be, if, if we win, I think he will be um, have a big say in it. Yeah, I've got down here uh, Amy Park. I feel like Amy yeah. Park is a massive factor in this game and the fact Storm gets to go back there, play play at home in the second week of, of finals is huge and it's such it's been such a graveyard for so many teams for so long and we've also seen some classic games there in the, over the time as well and the Stormers always find ways to win at home and that's a huge one. To, to have an understrength rooster side go down there and it's quite daunting. Uh, we know that just for even regular season games, but for a finals, we're going to hear that cowbell. We're going to see all the the flags, the streamers and everything. It's going to be a fantastic sort of atmosphere. And, um, yeah, I, I think the home ground advantage is absolutely huge for this game. Your strength for the Roosters, what worries you? Oh, probably, probably, and I look individually, um, 
Look, oh, actually, no, I will, won't go individually because we might talk about X Factor soon. But I think that they have been good in that wins, man. And like, I just don't mm. want to be on the other side of that. I think someone did throw out a stat about their goal line defense being one of the best in the comp since whatever date it was. And that caught yeah. me off a bit off guard. Um, and I've been thinking that there a bit. So, you know, I always think of bogey teams for us as the Raiders and the Sharks because they are able just to kind of make it ugly. And look, the Roosters are more known from the Sombrero <laughs> paying their players that Richie. But I think there's an underbelly there of that grit and grind. Like, not many teams can go back to back. Like, yes, Panthers did it, you know, two years going on now. Um, but until the Roosters did it, it was what Raiders back in 1993, 1994, and you need to be tough to do that. And I think, like I mentioned before, when they, you know, did quite well with Sam Walker as their main man with the play team, there's a bit of toughness there, so they can grit out a win. We have had their number, but I think, I think when it comes in the finals footy, yeah, it doesn't matter too much. And yeah, I, they've been impressed with the way they've grinded out victory, so that. That scares me about them. They're not going to be pushed over, that's for sure. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I've got. I've got their never-give-up attitude at the moment. The fact that they love to be in that dogfight, it seems to suit them more and more. I feel like their forward pack has really stood up, which is interesting because, as you said, it's probably for a Storm fan, their weakness at the moment is their forward pack. And the fact, I think, last week, not even one of their forwards got over 100 metres, which is quite concerning, especially on that big stage, that big level where it's always, we all know, the forwards win matches in these sorts of um, arenas. So, um, yeah, that, that's my one. And the interesting stat, as you sort of was, was leading to, was I think it's they've only conceded an on average 12 points in the last five or six weeks, the Roosters. So, it's not just the fact that they needed to win these games. It's the fact they're yeah. able to defend it and defend their line. And it's been really good to watch if you're a Roosters fan. And it, we all know finals footy is, is a funny game. It can often be – I know the market at the moment has the Storm heavily favourites, but I'm starting to see this game a lot differently than than that, which we'll, we'll get into. But you mentioned it, player uh, to watch out for in this game. Uh, I've gone Harry Grant purely off the fact that we mentioned that he's the the rep player, the, one of the star players. He has looked a little bit fatigued last week, especially. But if we know Harry Grant, uh, which we personally don't, but we, we know him at a footy level and as a footy player, that would have burned him, I reckon, all week. The fact that he was – it's fair to say he was outplayed by by Billy Walters, which no disrespect to Billy Walters. He'd, he was on the front foot a lot of that game. But that's something Harry Grant won't, won't be liking. And he's coming up against his old foe. He's – his nemesis at, at club level in Brandon Smith, who was always nipping at his heels for a number of years there after Cam Smith retired. Um, really looking forward to seeing what Harry Grant has to say about the outcome of this game. And if the Storm are to win it, I've got no doubt Harry Grant's in probably the top three players of the, of the game. Yeah, going off subject completely here, Joel, but I wish I planted my flag on the flag a bit more on Billy Walters. I've always liked him. And when he was not playing too well... I was like, I kind of like him, and he wasn't playing well. Um, but I wish I, I wish I shouted the trees now because he's been playing fantastic. But anywho, I had my chance to put, you know, put him in, you know, promote him there, but I didn't. So, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, James Tedesco for me. Um, I think I was tossing up um, him or Harry. So thank you for that because I think with Harry, he can win you a game. Like he is so scary, but he can also lose you a game because sometimes he plays too fast and others can't keep up with him. With Teddy, um, you know, I think I want to touch on just that charge down last week. You know, he cares. He really does. 
and we have touched on this Storm team is depleted. He will know that. He will be inspiring the boys. Him and Trent Robinson will know that. And obviously, we know that Teddy can still produce big games, okay? We might not consider him as the best fullback in the world anymore, but in terms of being able to crank out 200 metres, being able to crank out close to 10 line breaks, he can still do that. And, um, you know, he might not be able to do that at a consistent level, but I don't, even though he had gutsy levels last week, he didn't really have to quite dig into those great Teddy performances. So I think there is that potential that he's able to get one. And, yeah, he, he arguably is the second best fullback of the modern era um, in terms of like a specialist fullback and might be past his prime, but, you know, there's still it's still within him. So that scares me for him, uh, for, for a Storms fan, I should say. Um, yeah, I think he's still got, he's still a very classy player. Yep, it's hard to argue with that. I think he's been fantastic the last few weeks and led led uh, a captain's knock in, in probably the last four or five games for the Roosters. Prediction for this one, who wins and why? Yeah, I, I do think, I do think that maybe it is a very close game, um, but it might kind of, it, it will turn to, yeah, kind of, I'm, I'm sitting between that like 12-point, 16-point scoreline, you know, for the, for the Storm. I think maybe it'll be it'll be one in the last twenty minutes, and Storm might just be a bit too powerful. Always have that buffer. So, look, I'm the optimistic optimist here. Um, we're going to get Storm thirteen plus. Um, no surprises. Um, yeah, I just just like I said, I just think we will be able to stay with them. I think you brought up a good point. Just being at home, um, and I think the Roosters will probably just pay the price for leave, leaving their run too late um, and probably playing too many big games. And I just see Jerome Hughes probably being the guy that really I can, I think out of all the spine players at the moment, I feel so probably you can trust him the most out of any spine player in this game at the moment. And I'm just glad he's on our side. So yeah, I'll give me the storm 13 plus. Yeah. I'm, I've got the storm as well in a very, very tight affair. I've got him one to 12. I think the roosters have the, they're all their big, Name players are seeming to step up at the moment and play at their high level needed. So we've got the Tedesco's, we've got the Sam Walkers. Kiri's even doing his job really well. Um, I know there's mm-hmm. been a lot of criticism of him to maybe go to like look at Super League or something like that or retire with his body, but he's been doing his job really well. Uh, players like Lindsay Collins as well. Brandon Smith even turned a corner. He's been re- really, really good the last few weeks, actually. Uh, and obviously Victor Radley as well. So their big name players are, are there and, um, I think we'll make sure that the Roosters are in this right to the to the sirens. So Storm one to twelve.